Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode one. That is episode in season 15. They're not really seasons. They're really just books of the Bible. This is the 15th book of the Bible, the New Testament that was written. So it's season 15. This is welcome to the letter that Paul wrote to the Colossians. And before we begin, let me just pause with with gratitude. I am thankful to be here, and I'm specifically thankful to be with you, especially to be with God and be before his words. And we must ask today, this kind of 40,000 foot question is, what do you have for us as we start the book of Colossians? What do you have for me in the book of Colossians? And why did you uniquely put this particular book in the Bible? Now, if you're a skeptic, you could probably ask, hey, will is this going to be worth it? Maybe we'll do you know, probably a little bit less than a month in the book of Colossians at the speed that I, uh, you know, we we were traveling at the speed of awe here, hopefully. So if you're asking, hey, is this going to be worth it? Is is my time going to be worth it? Is this investment of my life going to be worth it? And for those of you who have walked through a book of the Bible before, you'll you'll know that this is a ridiculous question. The answer is going to be yes. Um, for those who you've ever read a, a book of the Bible or, or studied it or just put yourself before it, uh, we always end up saying, this is my favorite book after, you, after you're done. I don't care whether it's an Old Testament book, a New Testament book. This is just the way God, you know, this is God's spiritual economy is if we put in some effort, he's going to love us to death for it. All right, so why should we study this? Well, because we're not God, and he's authoritative, and he's creator. It's one of the themes of this book. And we humbly put ourselves in a posture before him, saying, I, you know, I don't know, but I'd like to know. And I certainly know the guy who wants to be telling me all this, specifically the God who knows, and who God who is here and is going to make this stuff known. All right, in the book of Colossians, it's 62 A.D., Paul is in Rome. He's imprisoned. He's about 120 miles away from, uh, no, sorry, he's uh, a thousand miles away from uh, Colossae uh, in Rome, in prison. And of interest, a guy who we're going to meet here in verse 7, Epaphras, is in in prison um, with him. Let me read. This is Colossians chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother. Timothy is the guy that Paul's pouring into to be the next generation Christian leader. Verse 2, to the saints, that is alive people, saints are never dead, to the saints and faithful brothers, so it's written to Christians, in Christ at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. So that's his greeting. Then he has this little section of thanksgiving. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. So prayer is another theme of this book so far. Since we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of this you have heard before in the word of truth, the gospel. So let me just pause here at verse 4 four and 5. We, we, we find kind of this great trinity, faith, hope, and love. The faith is in Christ Jesus. The hope is in heaven. The love is for the saints. So we have to note the object of the um, faith, hope, and love. And, and this 
clearly is a, a, a very, very good start. So they started well, started good with the gospel. Uh, then they get some bad teaching, which we'll get to in the days to come, I suppose. All right. So after their faith, hope, and love, verse 6, which has come to you as indeed in the whole world, it is bearing fruit and growing, as it does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth. I love that phrase, understood the grace. That means they, they came to believe that's a, a, a code for uh, their day of salvation. All right, so now we're going to find out about this really cool guy, Epaphras, verse 7. Just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved and fellow servant, he is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking, pray, pray again, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So he's talking about Christian maturity here. All right, so let's go to Epaphras, who's the big star of the show here today. Epaphras founded the church in Colossae. He probably visited Paul 10 years before when he was in Ephesus, which is about 120 miles away and then traveled back to his hometown, Colossae, and spread the gospel and started a church. Well, now Epaphras is not in Colossae. He is with Paul in Rome. And he's not just in Rome. In in, uh, Philemon, he's described as Paul's fellow prisoner. So he's whatever he did, he's worthy of arrest, probably uh, based on his uh, Christianity. But he's able to communicate, and he sends his, his greeting. So Paul, or uh, correction, Epaphras is described as one of you in Col- Colossians 4.12 and a servant of Christ Jesus. And it also says that he is always struggling on your behalf. So this is in chapter 4 of this book, Colossians, verse 12. It says that Epaphras is one of you He's a servant of Christ Jesus and is always struggling on your behalf in his prayers that you may stand mature and be fully assured in the will of God. So a big theme here is Christian maturity, it's Christian affection and it's interdependence and fellowship and maturity and behavior and fruitfulness. And here, this guy, Epaphras, is uh, is in charge of it. So as we start, Let's you know honor this guy Epaphras. We're going to want to have lunch with him. He's a he's a convert. He's an evangelist. He's a church leader. He's a church emissary. He's worthy of arrest somehow. He's ministering while he's away. How by prayer? He's a fellow prisoner of Paul. He's described as a servant. He's he's embodying embodying and mentioning some of these great themes. Jesus first of all conversion and then prayer and struggling on uh, the Colossians' behalf. So I'm excited to be here with you. I'm humbled. I'm eager to hear your uh, eager to be here with you. I don't take it for granted that you're here with me. So often I say thank you for listening. And today I really feel it. I really not that I don't don't feel it other days, but especially today I'm so grateful to be here as we start the book of Colossians and as we learn about this uh, gem of a guy, Epaphras. Thank you for listening. <laughs>